so much for joining us for another week of Sluts and Scholars. We hope you enjoy the episode. Remember that you can follow us and see all of our upcoming news and episodes on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and please email us with your questions and wonderings at slutsandscholars at gmail.com. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. This time we are on the road because we are at the AVN Awards in Vegas, baby! We are so happy to be in Vegas and we cannot wait to check out the latest and greatest sex toys and also to see some of our friends and sex workers and amazing porn performers. I'm really excited for the fans. I'm here for the fans. Dearest listeners, we've become fucking legit and we're offered press passes to the AVN Awards and Expo in Las Vegas. For those of you slutty scholars who might not know what that is, it's the Oscars for porn combined with the biggest trade show for the adult industry. It's kind of like uh, the county fair of sex. Minus the sheep. (laughs) Well, we had definitely a wild time and we cannot fucking wait to share with all of you all of the glorious people we met, the performers we spoke to, their adoring fans, fans, and the plethora of toys that we discovered at the novelty part of the expo. We really uh, threw ourselves into covering the expo face down, ass up. So we are about to bend over together, uh, Simone and I, to get flogged by this guy from Touch of Fur on our bottoms. I don't know if it's our bottoms. It could be our backs. It could be our backs. But we are back to the flogger. Bottoms. Oh my gosh, everybody is filming this. <laughs> Our ever mysterious Simone. So if you started, it's quite gentle. What's your name? We don't need to know his name. He's working for us. Oh, that's quite nice. So it's mostly Simone is getting the flogging right now, and I'm just sort of getting like the air. Put your, put your mic near it so, you can, so we can record it. All right, listen to this. I think the beat is important because you can kind of go into this, you know, it's submissive trance state. It is very I'm meditative. I'm in a submissive trance state right now. I'm more in like a meditative state, kind of listening to the music. Let's describe the people that are that are watching us. Oh, yeah, we are great. Thanks for checking in. So checking in is important for consent. So there's this one guy who has his GoPro on. He says the safe word is ah, fuck you. Noted. Noted. Planet Hollywood leather jacket on. He's now walked away, but he just kind of was standing there. It is mostly male-bodied folks here. Mostly male-presenting people, I would say. We don't know about their bodies, but they're definitely male-presenting. I'm digging these leather pants to our left. Oh, there are some wonderful cat suits, like full latex wear. Should we ask him to go a little harder? <laughs> you can. Does that mean you don't want it harder? I don't know. We have all day here. I don't want to be too sore. All right, we're just warming up, I guess. There's, there's one guy watching, just smiling. Fred taking photos. Oh, from Getty Images. Uh-oh. Professional. <laughs> this is incredible. I don't know how long we're going to do this. Literally, we've literally only made it five feet into the door. Oh. Five feet into the convention. And we have stopped. <laughs> Ooh, it's a little more. Getting a little, a little harder here. A little here. harder. I think we should stop. <laughs> okay. We have places we, to we go. Have places to go. This has been lovely, but we have to go. Yeah. One good. One. one, one okay, that one. That one stung a little bit. Oh. Pretty good though. It's pretty good. But I want to save. <laughs> my it's a good, a good warm up. 
I will get you some tips right now. We are so grateful that many of the featured guests at the convention have actually been guests on our podcast. Uh-huh. So we're obviously big fans. That made meeting some of their other fans all the more exciting. Check it out. So we are meeting you in line to meet the amazing Nina Hartley. Yep. Um, what brought you here? So hilariously, she was one of the last people I met last year. Uh, she's a legend. And it, it was very weird. She was like sitting there by herself reading Tolstoy or something. And nobody Sounds was, like Nina. Nobody was talking to her. And I was like, oh, my God. It's the, the, one of the most legendary, if not the most legendary porn star in the room. And uh, I just introduced myself, and we ended up talking for like 45 minutes, and nobody realized who she was until sort of after, they're like, who's this guy talking to this lady over here? And then it dawned on all the people here, like, who she really was. And she's very uh, sublime, you know, very subtle about it. That's shocking, because when I came here last year, weirdly, I was with my grandma and my dad at the expo, and um, she had a whole line like this waiting, but it sounds like you got lucky. Right, yeah, there was just an oddball time, you know, so... No, it was, uh, it was great to meet her, and uh, I don't know, I think she'd probably like the radio show that I do, so, you know. So what are you going to talk to her about now? Uh, probably, like, uh, the state of the world and, like, where, why, you know, rock and roll is dying and how come there's not any quality music out there, something like that. Art, talk about art, you know, stuff like that. The things you talk to her about. <laughs> so, who are you? My name's Greg. And Greg, are you okay if we record you for Sluts and Scholars? Sure, you can for this. Absolutely. For this. And this is waiting online to talk to Nina fucking Hartley. That's right. We are waiting. Have you met her before? No, this will be my first time meeting Nina fucking Hartley. <laughs> and how do you feel standing in line to meet her? Because she's epic. Why not? Why not meet a legend right now? Go for it. I say go for it. You don't want to regret what you're going to later in life. And they say, I could have been Nina Hartley in line here. And now it's too late. Uh, so I got to meet a legend in porn. What are you going to say to her? How's it going? What's up? <laughs> I'm going to ask her about the big scar on my head. I had a history of seizures, and I've been cured. And how to not be judged by women and all that. Well, we got to spread the love here and not be judging anyone. we got to be all equal. What do you think is the secret to that? Like, what is it? What do you feel like people judge you for? I get judged because I have a scar on my head, and I just go do crazy stuff. I went sand railing and dune buggy riding this morning, and people say I'm nuts. What's sand railing? Dune buggy riding in the desert on the dunes out in Vegas. I did that. I had a great time. People were like, what are you doing? I says, why not? Go for it. You're only going to regret it later. That was so funny. Remember we told Nina about this? Nicoletta orchestrated this incredible dinner at the convention with all, with all of our previous guests. Thank you. Thank you. At the Pink Taco. At the Pink Taco, of course. And it was an amazing thing. And so we told Nina about some of the guests that we had met, especially about like Tolstoy guy. And she was like... <laughs> we were like, what Tolstoy were you reading? And she's like, I've never read Tolstoy in my entire life. <laughs> She's like, I only read Dostoevsky. <laughs> Did she say that? I don't know, but I imagine she would. So maybe Any- he just, that was his fantasy of yes. like, oh, her reading Tolstoy. But I'm sure she was reading something smart and yes, amazing. I'm sure. But one of the craziest, longest lines that we saw, remember Nicoletta, it was filled with people of like, all ages. It was at least all 50 gender. minutes long. It was a very fucking long line. And this was the line to meet Ms. Riley Reed. Now, she hasn't been on the podcast, although, girl, you do have a standing invitation. Huge fan. Um, but we loved getting to know her fans. So, I'm also a fan girl. I wrote that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm Simone. What's your name? Tiffany. Tiffany, nice to meet you. I'm yes. Nicoletta. Nice Hi. to meet you. Hello. So what brings you to the convention? I love women. Yay! So do we! 
I love naked girls. <laughs> so you're waiting in line for? Riley Reed. How long have you been waiting for? I think like 20 minutes, 25. Okay. What do you like so much about her? Fucking sexy. And like her tits, perfect. Like not too big, but not nothing, you know? You feel me? I fucking don't feel see you. a lot of... I wish of... I could feel them. Yeah. Me too! Oh, fuck yes. We don't see a lot of female-bodied or female people here at the expo. The people that are female that are here, do you think most of them love women? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, you know? Do you feel like the, the convention is pretty, like, queer, safe, open, or is it not so much so? I think it's pretty safe, open. Me and my friend here, we're both gay, and we feel welcome. The girls are all so nice, you know? I fucking love it. Is this your first time? Second. Second. Oh, coming back for second. Oh, Do you have a favorite memory from your time so far? Um, well, is this like a PG podcast? No, it's not PG. Oh, okay. You can say <laughs> fuck and cunt and we talk about sex. We have a okay. fisting yeah, yeah, demo. it's a sex podcast. <laughs> oh, love it. No, I love yes, it. Yes, this is a PG podcast at AVN. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, we come here rolling balls every year, so it's just fucking amazing. Are you rolling right now? <laughs> Have you seen these eyes? <laughs> so okay. what makes you a slut and a scholar? We're <laughs> <laughs> a podcast called Sluts and Scholars. They have a podcast called Or just a slut or just a scholar. Let's just talk oh, sluts. It could go on forever. Okay, um, I'm just super comfortable in everything that I enjoy. I mean, obviously, I'm here at AVN with my fiance. So, woo, woo, woo. Um, we just, we really enjoy, like being honest with each other and open about what we enjoy and whether we're crossing lines or not and just really enjoying ourselves. Communication is the best form yes, of lubrication. And right. were you both kind of open to things when you first got together or has this been a newer development? Um, I think it's developed a little bit over the years for sure. Just not telling each other we were open to them. Yeah. yeah. So who broke the ice? Um, I mean. How? <laughs> What'd you say? Um, I did, so I said, And you were like, is this okay? And I was like, we had like a break. And so I had, you know, seen a couple other guys or whatever, and we were like, kind of like sexting back and forth or whatever, and I just sent him a video of me sucking some other guy's dick, and I was like, how do you feel about this? And he was like, I'll jack off to it. Okay, I gotta ask, how do you... How do you do the dick sucking selfie? Like, um, actually, I'm just trying to like, have this. Oh, no, no, I bought this thing and I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like a it's like a it's like a pocket tripod for your phone. So you can keep it in your wallet and then you like flip it open and you can stick your phone in. It's like a little tripod, so you just kind of like yes. And you're wow, gonna go. and yeah. suck that dick so, and take and that photo the dick and oh. take the video and. Preach, God want. bless. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing right now in this moment? We are waiting to see Riley Reed. Are you both fans? Yes, we're yeah, both fans. Uh, yeah. A Except yesterday fan. we got Shafted. here and they were like, oh, Riley's done signing. She stopped signing And we're like, yesterday. bro, she's got two hours on her schedule to go. Yeah, so and here she, we are another day. How so long have you been waiting so far? Like 30 minutes or something. Not we're nervous, bad. though. Yeah. We're afraid we're she's going to stop again. She's so the only I've been reason the we're here tonight. At worst, you should just like run by where she is and like do a, a in motion. Yeah. yeah. So why do you love Riley so much? Um, I just love her because she's so cute with her little dimples and everything. I agree. So she's just yeah. super cute. Cute face, yeah. cute little butt. Yeah, you know. she's cute. Yeah, she's little girl next cute, door. So, yeah. Okay, super weird. My mom actually sent me an article today that said how cuckolding is good for your relationship. So it sounds like you found the open door to no, better your relationship. It's probably more like it's more like what's hot wifing? Hot wifing is a little bit different than cuckolding in the sense that like he like cuckolding they feel like guilt about it and like humiliation. 
Um, and hot wiping is really more like doing it for their pleasure and not to like bring them down. So we don't do it actively right now, but you would you do. swing? Would I you don't swing? do it actively. Would you swing? Yes. Do you know about Swinger Sex Fest? No. It's this giant, we, we had the CEO and founder of the Swinger Sex Fest on our podcast. It's a huge swinging party. It's like in Minnesota. It, who goes to Minnesota for we a go to swinging? Minnesota. Yeah, for a swing. Swinger Sex Fest. There's a huge go swinging. I go there there's for work. A, there's so. a huge oh, they're, swinging They're putting community. together a big Expensive. convention. Expensive. Look it up. Swinger Sex Fest. Wow. We're in Minneapolis. It's not that open, really. I mean, like. It's like a hotel takeover. Oh, the, oh, ba- the yeah, waitress. We had a cute little waitress when we were in Minneapolis last time and got her phone number. Okay, so I love it. Maybe we'll invite her to swing her sex fest. Well, thank you so much. You yeah. are awesome. What are you going to say to Riley? I love your relationship. I'm just probably going to, like, faint. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say to her. Yeah, no, me too. We'll see. I'm sure someone around here has poppers. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck out there. I just want to ask, what are you doing right now? I'm waiting in line for Riley Reed. Ooh, how come? Because she's one of my favorites, and I want to give her this picture I took of her and her boyfriend at the awards last year. Oh my gosh, Chris, that's a beautiful photo. So, I like to get my photos signed, and my favorite girls, I always give them copies. So I took a lot of pictures at the awards show last year when they were all dressed up. So I made copies of a lot of them to give to them because most guys don't give the girls anything and I like to make sure they get something from me because they're nice to me. Chris, that is thoughtful as fuck. I gotta say, you so it sounds like you're an old hand at this. And How I, often have you been coming? Since 95. And I bring them just about anything that they're gonna need. I've got Pepco Bismol and Super Glue and Breath Savers and I'm out of lightsabers like like the flashing lightsabers. Like that it. was you giving out the lightsabers? Nobody brings that stuff here except me. Oh my, That's I've seen so, so many you're girls. A, you're I've such seen, a supportive fan. I've seen so many performers carrying lightsabers around. Look at tissues and pens. and because, pens. Oh my gosh. Because if you walk around this show, how many guys bring the girls presents? You're the first I've met so far. Hey, they're my friends. They're people. They deserve to have a little something because they're nice to me. We totally agree, and we think there should be more fans and attendees like you. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Anything you want to add? Every, just everybody should be nice and treat them like people because they are people. They just do, they just do something unusual for a living. Uh, so we also just talked to random people on the floor that weren't necessarily waiting in line to hear why they were attending the convention, and they had tons of different reasons. Obviously, some was to meet their idols, and some were looking to make some fame. <laughs> and some were there just to take care of the performers. Yeah, that was really cool. I, we were a little worried at first that people weren't going to want to talk to us, but most people were pretty willing and open as long as we didn't use their face in any pictures. Which Nicoletta was really surprised by, but I was like, um, yes, Nicoletta, that makes sense. Not I, everybody, I wouldn't say I'm it, surprised, but I would like to get to a place where people don't have to be ashamed to go visit their favorite porn star. Duh. But I also remember, but also I'm thinking about one guy was like, I have a government job, so like don't show my face or something like that. And like, I'm in yeah. the FBI. <laughs> I'm the FBI. I work for the company. So check out some of our favorite highlights of some other people we ran into on the flow. So we are here at the AVN Expo, and I'm talking to my friend and colleague, Dr. Hernando Chavez, who is going to be speaking at our upcoming Sexceptional Lecture Series on February 24th. But tell me, what brought you here? 
Uh, what brought me here to Las Vegas for the AVN AEE convention is uh, both to support the adult industry, but also to help with my own education and knowledge about what are the current trends and current uh, uh, issues that are going on within the adult industry. And that could be associated with technology, it could be associated with mental health, uh, and just sort of how the industry is continuously evolving on a constant level each into every day and every year. Um, I learned so much over here, and I also want to uh, be able to share that knowledge with students and clients. And so you're going to be speaking here tomorrow. What are you going to be talking about? Uh, I'm on a panel with a number of sex educators and sex therapists. And what we are going to talk about tomorrow is in the light of uh, whether it's the political uh, or sociosexual um, culture that we live in, especially in the last year and a half, um, what we can do to help with our own sort of struggles, depressed mood, mental health difficulties, as well as the self-care needs that a lot of us are either neglecting or struggle to keep with that balance. Um, so our goal is to help educate people and bring awareness to what we can do to help uh, you know, make our, our day a little bit happier and a little bit better. And I don't want to give away your talk or the lecture coming up, but do you have any like quick tips that you would give us or like one thing you might be talking about tomorrow that you would encourage people to do for their mental health? Absolutely. Uh, the two things that I encourage people to look at are um, what is your self-care and creating balance and scheduling that. So that could be self-care that's associated with like the internal growth. It could be meditation. It could be deep breathing. It could be journaling, therapy, and also the external self-care that can be our, the way we show love to ourselves, which can be things like massages or exercise or hikes. Um, in addition, I also encourage people to really focus on their relationships that friendships, loved ones, romance, uh, even animals are all types of relationships that bring us joy and happiness, which can help counter some of those depressive, uh, anxious, or even uh, stressful um, symptoms that we may experience. And the last thing is uh, boundaries, that we all need to look at the types of boundaries we create and ha that can help protect us from stress and anxiety and sort of exacerbations of our mental health uh, symptoms. So the boundaries in our relationships, the boundaries in our work life, the boundaries in it within ourselves as well, too. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about uh, tomorrow and much, much more. So usually all of that information will cost you because Dr. Hernando is an amazing therapist. So you heard it here first. Practice self-care. Thanks so much for joining us. So we have someone, we have an attendee who wants to Ooh, talk to us. Your talent. So what brought you here to the expo? Oh, to show off my dick, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. To show off your dick. A lot of this, a lot of that, I would your say. Dick? Oh, you know, on camera, you know, check me out, James Jagger Triple X. You know, keep see me on black.com, Bang Bros, you know, Monster Cock, Legal Porn. I'm all over that shit. And why should people want to check out your dick? Well, if you want to have a good cum experience and feel your fantasy, fuck with James Jagger on this camera. I'm telling you, you're going to be like that. So you are immaculate. looking for people to join you. Oh, no, they're already joining me. They're already joining yeah. you. Um, how did you start? Um, just having, you know, this. It's a, it's a talent, you know, I guess. He's gesturing to his dick. Right, that's exactly what I'm gesturing to. If so it, I've heard that a lot of guys who have big dicks often don't try as hard. Do you feel like you also try hard? Uh, actually, I don't, but I try to enjoy it. I'm going to tell you, like, that much, I do. I want to make the female enjoy it just like as well as I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, big dick, you know, good wet pussy. What's your name? Hi, man. Hi, mate. It's so nice to meet you. So we're at the aliens right now. What are you holding in your hand? Uh, it's my first time being here, uh -huh. and I put in a picture of all the stars that are going to be here, uh -huh. so I do like sign it. Yeah, can you walk us through your binder? Uh, yeah. I'm so curious. Who's your top person you're excited to see? My top, um, I think Nikki Benz. Nikki Benz. Okay, cool. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so how many pictures did you print out? Oh, like over a hundred. Is this your first day here? Yes. How do you There's feel being here now that you like prepped all this stuff? Excited. Is it overwhelming? 
Uh, so far. <laughs> so tell me who you have in your binder. I uh, have Nicky Benz. Uh-huh. Uh, Bridget B. Uh-huh. Uh, Bridget B and Nicolet Shea. Uh-huh. Same one, uh, Alexis Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Kiara Mia. Uh-huh. You put a lot of work into this. It's awesome. Oh, I know. <laughs> what made you decide to come for the first time this year? Because um, uh, first time, cause, um, I've been going to like the place in San Diego called Expos, where they usually come and perform. And I thought about the ABN because um, I always want to come here and check everything out. Uh-huh. And what are you most looking forward to? Um, pretty much seeing everybody. So who are you? My name is Lexi Lux. So what's your, what's your bra size? I'm a 30F. I am a 38P. P is for perfection. Or panoramic. Or panoramic. And what's breast expansion? Uh, breast expansion is the process of making your breasts bigger. Via surgery or other methods? Uh, we're doing mostly other methods, although um, we do balloon expansion. We do... Uh, what's balloon expansion? Balloon expansion is kind of where you either put balloons under or over the breasts and then inflate them underneath a shirt so that the breasts get bigger. Okay. And then we also do temporary saline infusion, which is saline subcutaneously injected into the breasts to make them grow in real time. And do you have that going on or are you all natural? No, this is all natural. (laughs) Have you always had big breasts? I have. I have a condition called macromastia. Mm -hmm. So they never stop growing. Like your nose? Because doesn't our nose always keep growing for our whole life? I don't know. I thought that was just Italians. I'm not quite sure. So your breasts are never going to stop growing? No. How does that make you feel? I don't know. It kind of makes me feel kind of happy. Okay. Um, there's no such things as breasts that are too big. So it's just kind of my lot in life. <laughs> You're capitalizing on it. I am. Oh my God, there were so many interesting people at the convention. Like every time we stopped talking to one attendee, there was like another super interesting person like right next to them. The next guy really marketed himself as sort of an object of female desire, which I do not mind. Um, Apparently his boss was the OG Magic Mike. Yeah, the guy who hired Channing Tatum. He was very emphatic about that. And somehow we missed going to our Comp Hustler show. I know, it was so sad. He offered to get us a limo and free tickets and drinks. Yes, London Steel, who we are going to send this too. Hopefully you will have us back next time with open arms and open legs. <laughs> Check it out. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing here. Because normally when I think hustler, I think of women. But it's nice to see a dashing man on the pole. That's hilarious you say that. So basically, this is one of my premier guys. One of my A-team entertainers here. So basically you said hustlers mostly going for ladies. That's where I came in the picture about two years ago. I took over the club for the guy side of it. So on the third floor of Larry Flint's Hustler Club in Vegas, we run guys. Thursday through Sunday. How have I not heard of this and why have I not been there? Well, I don't know. Maybe you have VIP tickets tonight to come check it out. Maybe we will. So the then you can give. Then, with that said, I want you to be honest. I want you to go back and tell your honest opinion afterwards. I don't want you to go back and say, "Oh, they were great. They took care of me." No. I want you to go back and say, "You know what? The show sucked." No, the show was amazing. When I took it over, you couldn't even find it online. Now you Google Best Male Strip Club, it comes up. The reason why is I I am the best that undressed that Vegas has to offer. Look what I bring to the table. Now. The crazy like thing is, there? oh, I love it. So the crazy thing is, I've been dancing for about two and a half years. 
I've danced all over the nation. Um, what most people don't know is this guy's the guy who hired Channing Tatum, right? So this is the original guy who hired Channing uh, Tatum when he started this video you. proof of it. We went, we did go to Magic Mike yesterday. So Magic Mike wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for this guy hiring Channing. So hearing that, when I was out in Vegas, I was dancing, I heard that this is the gentleman that's really gonna take somebody to the next level. So I stepped in the hustler, did my audition, been there about a year, year and a half. Took my career to new levels. I've traveled all over the nation with Hustler and their Jets. I mean, it's crazy. So if you really want to see a show and you want to be able to touch the guys, see Magic Mike. Okay, we were so mad yesterday exactly. because we got to the fucking show and they only brought people up who were wearing pants. And if you had a skirt, like, they couldn't interact with you because it was, like, too much could show. And we were so mad. See, imagine this. So you get to watch a show for them, right? So each one of us do an individual show on, on, the, on the stage. And then we come down to you and do lap dances on you. So you can actually purchase lap dances for we sit on top of you. And you get to touch all over us as we're dancing on top of you. They say a, a man's cave. What I put, to, put, to put together was a woman's cave. When you come there, you can dance. You can hang out with the gentlemen. You can watch over a sky view. You can have food. Whatever you want to do, you can go check out the ladies down below and come back up and see the guys. It's all about your night. Okay, I have a question. Do you say you have more, so you're, you say you're like a woman's cave, but do you also have queer men that come? You know what, we do, you can't be, listen, we're 2018, let's be honest. So you do have guys come through the door, you have ladies come through the door, like just like ladies to have dance form. So you have a little bit of everything. The difference is, is we don't generate our show towards that. And the reason why we don't is, I'm a heterosexual man. I don't know how to do that. And my entertainers don't work for me, they're IPEs, they work for themselves. They can make a choice who they want to dance for, when they want to dance. So it's so, mostly targeted to hetero women, but men do come in. Absolutely. Yeah, men course. come all the time with their lady friends, <clears throat> and they have a good time. They have a blast. Usually we don't get a group of guys in because I, I think they know they would rather probably go to a gay bar where they would feel more comfortable at and have a good time, though. But we do get them to come in with the ladies, and they have a great time. They always say the show is unbelievable when they see us. So as women, we're kind of used to being uh, objectified, which isn't a bad thing. Some of us like that. Yeah, wink, wink. Too. How do you feel about being the object? Because as he's presenting you, he's like, this is my Look at the best, uh, you know, product I have to offer. Do you like that? I mean, personally, you know, I, I like the ability to make every woman feel beautiful. So even if I'm an object, you know, most women get put in that position every day when they're walking around here, when they walk around the regular streets. So the fact that I can do it in a setting that makes them feel comfortable with their girls, I mean, I, I can do with that all night long. So. <sighs> yes, you just spoke the, the best turn-on words for us. <laughs> remember, remember, it's all about you ladies. Savage, Thank how do you, you. pick who you're going to dance up on? Honestly, it's whatever woman wants me. I mean, I, I don't choose on my own. It's not about my preference. It's not about me. I go in there to make sure every woman that comes in has a great time. And if they want me, then I'll make sure that they feel beautiful every time I dance. Could we get a sneak better. peek? I want to go even better. <laughs> I want to go even better with this. So you guys went to see Magic Mike last night. Yes. Why don't you come see my show, my guest list, uh -huh. on, my, on my tab, okay? I'm going to send a limo for you. I'm going to bring okay. you on my guest list. I'm going to give you guys some drinks. But okay. I want your honest opinion when it's over. We would love what that. What you thought was better. Can't say no to that. I, yeah. Uh, so yes. Let's, let's make it After a little, we turn the cameras off, we'll exchange info. A friendly competition. <laughs> a friendly, very friendly. But here's the guy that hired Oh, no. I have to go look at a bunch of oh, naked fuck. men that are going to give me attention. That here's sounds awful. Here's the guy awful. that hired and trained them. Now, you guys are coming in and seeing, <laughs> is it the kid or is it the actual, the boss who's got the better show? Okay, you London, we're in. your honest opinion. Back on this. You seem like you a guy who likes to win, so I'm sure oh, it'll be. I'm sure it'll be good. <laughs> this is a competition. I will gladly be the judge of. Thank you so that. much. We got some of our desires and needs met by going to the Magic Mike live show, but we really uh, got to get to that show next time. We should totally just fly into Vegas for the night, go to the show, and fly back early in the morning, <laughs> and not book a hotel room. No, or stay with one of the performers. <laughs> yes, my dream, my dream. So.
We, like many of the other attendees, were super excited to catch up with performers on the floor of the expo. They were in all of these booths and they had set up signing times. It was incredible. We were able to catch up with some of our previous podcast guests like Nina and Blair, but we also got introduced to many other performers who were kind enough to speak to us about their experience. We just spotted our friend Blair Williams, who was on one of our past episodes, and she is hanging out by the Twisties Treats booth, so we're gonna go chat with her. I got money stolen from my room, but I'd like to think that if it was the maid who stole it, that hopefully she has kids or someone who really needs the money. You are such a good fucking person. (laughs) You are very sweet. (laughs) Don't make me blush. So, So, So how did someone steal money from your room? I'm assuming it was a maid. I hadn't uh, had anyone really coming in and out of the room. I'm sorry had, that happened. I brought cash because it's Vegas. You need cash. Yes. Um, but Wait. I'm I'm very particular with my money. I, I keep track of it. I'm not someone who would who takes money very lightly. So I know you are up for Twisties yes. Treat of the Year. I am. Tell us about Twisties. Well, Twisties is one of the older brands in porn. It's um, very very clean cut. And I feel like a lot of the girls are just really pretty. It's about making nice-looking porn, not really dirty porn. Um, Not that hardcore isn't a bad thing, but it's just a different type of style uh, where I feel like the girls are kind of portrayed in a really nice light. Like a good good girl? Not not necessarily a good girl. We're all kind of little dirty sluts in a way, but it's more more they make the girls look glamorous and pretty. They put more time into um, just production, so it looks good. And who are you here with? Do you want us to introduce you to your... I'm here with AJ Applegate. Hi, AJ. We're Nicolette and Simone. We have a podcast called Sluts and Scholars that Blair has been on, and we're friends, so we just have to come find her. <laughs> and we're friends. And we're friends outside of it, too. She's the best. Cool. So who are you? AJ Applegate. And how has your convention been going? It's good. It's been pretty busy. It actually seems busier than last year, so it's kind of... It's a lot. <laughs> have you been having a lot of fan interactions with you? Yeah, for sure. We've seen a lot of things. Do you have any good stories of, like, weirdest, funniest? Tell them about the sex doll. Oh, my God. There was this guy that brought in this blow-up doll in a wheelchair. And it had, like, a whole description of what her name is, how old she is. She was 17. Yeah. She's only 17, so she shouldn't even be allowed to be in here. No. (laughs) All the cops on the doll. He was acting like it was his girlfriend. He was like petting her head and like. Yeah, well, it sounds like she is his girlfriend. It was scary. She is. Happy that his 17 year old girlfriend is a doll and not a real person. I agree (laughs) to that. I agree to that. (laughs) That is one of the like lifelike, lifelike ones. Oh, real dolls. The real dolls. Like that type of brand. It looked pretty It was in a wheelchair. It from far away. I wasn't in a wheelchair. take pictures with it. Probably because he has to carry it everywhere, so... Her? Carry her. 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 I'm sorry. Right (laughs) Interesting, though, how it is becoming this. Like, you can have an inanimate object be your closest lover. It's very scary. It's kind of scary. scary. I know you have maybe a a sleeve or something molded after you. You both do? You both got your vulvas molded? Oh, I thought you did. Okay, okay. How do you... She's a top performer. She's a speaker girl, so she's like... Woo! (laughs) So Spiegler Girls, for our listeners, so Spiegler is this agent. He's, like, one of the top agents in porn. And it's, like, the goal is to be a Spiegler Girl for a lot of artists, I would say. Um, And you are one of them. Yeah. How long? Three years now. So how much do you shoot? Well, I was shooting a lot, but right now I'm only doing Girl Girls, so I don't shoot as much as I was before. How come? I'm trying to have a baby. Congratulations. Oh, my God. That's so It turns everybody off immediately when I say that. Why? 
But is, doesn't that suck that like people associate being a mother and motherhood with not being sexy? Yeah. But there is porn but out there hey, that people do like porn that. that are, yeah, there's milf porn and there's also pregnant porn, right? Yeah. I would probably That's like a huge do that. Fetish, actually. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to fuck other guys in pregnant porn, but I would no, almost do like be willing solos to do and stuff. Solo or girl, yeah, girl for when sure. pregnant. Yeah. Especially if I have a boy, I'd feel less guilty about it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. What are you? I like your way of thinking. And are you? You're nominated for a few things. What do you, can you tell us? What you're nominated for? Of course, I'm nominated for best oral sex scene. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> the Blair backbend that we love. <laughs> best anal sex scene. Best group. And best girl or boy girl girl. So boy, girl. girl. I love are you nominated for anything? Uh, You've been shooting that much. Yeah. Um. Best solo tease. Be- uh, best supporting actress and best all girl group. She does a yeah. with Are you really squirting or do you pee? I'm peeing. <laughs> Don't tell them that. Claire, you told us so know, much I stuff. <laughs> Claire told us about Caverject. Yeah. that like you would never know. You drink so much water. Yeah. Stay hydrated. That's a secret. So you just like <laughs> masturbate and then when you like think it's time to I pretend you're squirting? Do it. Like I have a spot I can reach inside and pull out and start doing it. But it's not as like, so it's not really as you'd like, like it to be. Yeah, as much because I do try to get myself to do it on my own. Come when you squirt. Of course. Yeah, it feels like like a like a nice release. Like I would agree. Been for a long time. <laughs> we are here with Aubrey Kate, award-winning TS or trans performer. So, how's the expo been for you so far? You know what? It's changing it throughout the years. When I first started, I was like in a hallway. I had to pay to be here. Um, you had to pay to be here. I had to pay to sign at a booth. What? And now it's a little bit different. So now it's like the opposite. How I much feel. time has elapsed since that? Five years. Okay. So, so now we are good. in the main hall of the joint where the actual awards are, and you are here front and center. Right, with Evil Angel at one of the biggest like mega booths here. So it's awesome and. It's so inviting and welcoming, and it's like they give us robes and outfits, and it's just like so official. You know, like, Ooh, I feel like a porn I love star. it. You feel who's like your, a porn star. Who's your biggest demographic, you think? Like, who watches you the most? Um, I don't know. I feel like since Instagram released like all the charts where it kind of shows everything, uh-huh. I have like such a wide variety from like 18 year olds all the way up to like 70. And then. So everyone, here, yeah, everyone loves you, Aubrey. Men and women. Um, what has your what have your fan interactions been like so far here? Um, Any weird ones? Always, <laughs> always a, Tell little us a good one. <laughs> um, I don't want to out him. You'd probably know, but there was a funny one. Um, there's obviously a longer lines for the cis girls here, um, and a lot of people don't recognize me or know who I am. Mm-hmm. So they come up here and then they see my picture I'm signing, and it's just like my big dick like out there. <laughs> And then they're like looking and they're like, oh my God, is everybody staring at me right now? Because they line. like weren't sure that you were TS. Do you think there's like a stigma about like watching TS porn? Well, I mean, it's the number one selling, so it's definitely proof, but... But people don't like to admit people it. People don't like to admit it. It's a very big taboo, you know, it's very hush-hush. How would you, do you have any advice for people that maybe do enjoy watching TS porn and like don't know how to communicate that to their partner? Who may not? Who may be cis? I know. I just feel like you should be yourself. You know. I mean, obviously, I'm myself. And some I people transition. like the taboo, though. That's what's sexy some to people, them. Yeah. You know, some people are different. Everybody is different. 
We are standing with one of our faves, Nina fucking Hartley. How are you? I love my Fletchman's Callers. So, did you just get in? I just uh, got in Tuesday night, but I just got to the show just now. Oh my goodness. And where are you heading? I'm headed right now to the lair to pick up my brand new remade harness from Dan Leather by Danny. Then I'm going to go to what the... what does it look like? Um, it, the best strap-on harness ever. I love it. And I've been, I haven't had it for five months. It's like I'm going through withdrawals. <laughs> um, so he's completely remade it. And so now I'm going to have a... And he has a pattern now. So yay, my new harness. <laughs> What's the lair? The lair is where the kinky people are. It's where you can get uh, demonstration spankings, demonstration floggings. Um, we just had a mini one over there, and it was three of us at the same time. Oh, my God. You, 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 you will love the lair. you got to go. The, the scholars, lair, lair de sod, right? Yes. The, the, the Slutz and Scholars have got to go there. And actually, I'm walking there after we stop talking. Okay. Well, we'll see you there. Do you have any more questions, Nicoletta, before we stop? Nicol- no, I'm just happy to see you, and you look, fan- you look fantastic. I love sluts and scholars. They're amazing. So we are here on the second floor, which is uh, kink.com's lair. So this is where all the fun stuff is, all the BDSM and kink festivities. So we are standing here with um, some ladies and people from Sanctuary LAX, which is an amazing dungeon in Los Angeles that I've been to. It's a great space. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? I'm a professional switch at Sanctuary LAX. So I do a little bit of the dominatrix side as well as the professional submissive. And how did you get into this? (laughs) Um, Well, I chose Sanctuary because of their reputation. Like, they've been around for a long time. Mr. Cyan is, like, kind of a legend in our industry. Very true. Yeah, I really just wanted to be trained and learn more, so I came for the education aspect. Amazing. So you are Mr. Cyan, and you founded Sanctuary? Did you create it? Okay, well, Sanctuary was started in uh, 1999. And we had a 1,500-square-foot dungeon up in the valley, just outside of Los Angeles. And in 2011, we opened up the current location, which is uh, near LAX. It's a 7,000-foot-square building with uh, multiple playrooms. So we've been around about eight, going on 19 years now. Some of our listeners aren't as knowledgeable about kink as we are, or as Nicoletta is. (laughs) So So how would you define a dungeon? Um... It's a play space with a number of uh, themed playrooms in it that has uh, bondage equipment and SM equipment. But our dungeon also has uh, a stage and a showroom so that we do a lot of events and educational workshops as well. Very cool. And so people can just come use your rooms or you have also people there that can be doms or subs or switches? or. We have a... A staff of about 40 professional dominants, switches, and submissives. But we also do room rentals for people who want to be independent or private use. We have a room uh, we call a stay and play for people who have kids and, and roommates who can't play at home that want to come rent overnight and stay at the dungeon and play. Oh my gosh, best hotel in LA right there. We are standing with another one of our former guests, the amazing, talented Renaissance woman, Susie Q. How's your day going? So um, I just got nipple policed. Uh, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's a secu- I think more of a security at the Hard Rock situation. Maybe it's an avian thing. I don't know. But no nipples on the floor. No nipples. So I am wearing a, like a, a lace thing. And I thought it was fine. Like, I, I mean, but I guess I've never worn this for a trade show, only for like ho life or shoots and It looks good. I think- we just saw a real life sex doll and her nipples were showing. Where do we draw the line? <laughs> what, I, it's literally an exact this replica. This seems like something the Free Speech Coalition should take up. I mean, 
Captain Picard, for all of his important work on android rights, I think would have something to say about that. I think that, like, regardless of, you know, sentience or not, that all nipples should be created equal. Well, people can check out all the amazing work you do at Real Horror Next Door, but I am really, really excited to hear you just say something quick about APAC because oh, yes. I think it's so, so important and yes. necessary. So can you tell us about APAC? I would love to. So um, I was recently elected the um, secretary of the Adult Woo! Performer Advocacy Committee. So you can call me Madam Secretary now. And that gives yes, me such a boner. Madam Secretary. <laughs> Madam Secretary. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and so the Adult Performer Advocacy, Advocacy Committee um, advocates for and fights for the rights of people working in the adult film industry. Uh, whether you're a cam girl or, uh, you know, a Spiegler girl, you know, your rights matter. We have things, I've just put all my stuff away, but like the model bill of rights. So when you first enter the industry, you may not know that you have the right to have supplies and know who your scene partner is the day before. And all of these things that, you know, become because we are such a stigmatized population, that information is not given to you. And when sometimes you walk people in. don't know that they can ask exactly. because they're new. Exactly. I'm really curious. So, given that the Producers Guild of America just came out with these uh, sexual harassment ethical guidelines for big film productions, and Wonder Woman is one of the first big productions to be signing on to that, do you think there's space now in the porn industry to kind of adopt something like that? Absolutely. And our chairperson, Tasha Rain, has kind of made that one of her um, pet projects. You know, she really, we had a consent panel um, at XBiz. There's another panel happening tomorrow uh, from 5.30 to 6.30 uh, that, you know, discusses some of those issues. And I think that post the Rolling Stone article with um, the allegations uh, regarding Ron Jeremy and the sexual misconduct. Yeah, so he's not allowed at the at the expo. Exactly. And so starting to have that conversation of like, okay, what do not only women, but sex workers, um, have the right to in terms of our own bodily autonomy, our privacy, our safety, our well-being. Like, especially at events like these with a lot of fans. Especially at events like these. I had a girl come up to me yesterday while I was signing right here at the ABN booth. Said, "How's your?" And she was another performer. Said, "How's your your event going?" And she said, "Well." Some guy grabbed me, but um, you know I got him expelled right away. So there, you know, we all sign a code of conduct when we come in here and be part of ABN. Exactly. So, so there are people looking out to yeah. protect. I, have you had any unsavory encounters thus far? Today, today, no, or not today, but like uh, <laughs> this year, no, no. Um, but I definitely like my first adult industry awards. Like I went, I rode the Ron Jeremy ride. It was horrible, and there was blood on my dress, and he was a creep. You know, <laughs> like it was, it happened. But you know, I like at the time that that happened to everybody. You know, like everybody I talked to had a, a similar story, and there was not the Me Too movement. You know, there's like the Harvey Weinstein's in every yes. facet of life. It's kind of frustrating. I mean, I think it's great that because maybe this issue of Me Too and stuff has come out in the more mainstream media that now sex workers are also allowed to claim it. But it makes me mad that it took non-sex workers to come forward for yeah. sex workers to be believed to have been saying it forever. I agree. And it's still really hard. You know, it's like I was at um, XBiz, the other tra like big trade show in L.A., and I heard some people like from the industry being like, oh, my God, Ron Jeremy's here. Like, we should go say hi and get a picture with him. And I was like, hey. Hey, no. Have, have, have you read this? You should read this, you know? And they didn't know, and they're in the industry. It didn't get the traction that a lot of the other coverage of the Me Too movement got. And I think that the reason because is sex worker stigma. You're sex workers. You agreed once to something. You agreed to everything, right? And don't read the comment section of that article. You know what I mean? Or if you do, understand that, like, we have a long fucking way to go. You yeah. know? People are assholes. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know you have to go to yes. 
us. Cupcake. We love you. Cupcake girls. The Cupcake Girls are lovely. They've been doing things for about eight years. Um, I think they originally had like a little bit more of a rescue, like tinged rhetoric, but they they really provide amazing resources for people who work in the adult industry. They started like Portland strip clubs, so they have a suite that they've done for the past seven years. You can get your hair, your makeup done. I'm getting a massage, like. The day of the awards, I am getting a massage and my hair and makeup done from like noon to three. Oh, so this is not a press thing. This is where you get to go and relax and get yeah. taken care of. Fuck, that's Probably. so important. At least like I could, I could connect you with joy. So being the investigative journalist that we are here for you at Sluts and Scholars and with a little bit of help from Susie, we gained access to the cupcake suite and holy shit, it was amazing. Amazeballs. So we have just walked into a veritable oasis. There's this scented oil diffuser going on. There's smells like orange blossoms. There's cupcakes. There's gift bags. There's beautiful women. Where are we? You are at the Cupcake Suite. This is, um, we are the Cupcake Girls. We provide a relaxation suite for all adult performers for AVN every year. And we're here um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we provide um, about eight to ten hours of hair and makeup complimentary services as well. Wait, this is free? Yeah, it's all how, free. How are you able to do that? So we have some super amazing donors that have privately funded this suite as well as this year we have um, Jody West from Forbidden Fruit Films has sponsored us again. This is her th- their third year sponsoring us. A lot of times we partner with adult companies in the business to sponsor this relaxation area for the performers, knowing that if, if performers aren't cared for, who's going to do the show, right? And so we're all about just making sure that they're cared for throughout the whole weekend. So, Joy, what's your involvement in the Cupcake Girls? Like, who are you for the Cupcake? Like, which of the girls are you? I am the president and founder of the Cupcake Ooh. Girls. So, yeah, we officially be- became the Cupcake Girls in February of 2011. So next year we'll celebrate seven years. Oh, my goodness. And, Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. Um, so we, throughout the year, we give cupcakes like in the strip clubs and the legal brothels, and we have um, a case management team that provides resources, mentorship, and advocacy, but all kinds of resources within, within mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, financial resources. So what kind of Kind of, of like adult performer doulas. Kind of. Oh, yeah, you love that been, word. Been, you just want to throw that word in there. <laughs> so, like, I feel you. Like, all the, you're hitting all the buzzwords. What like, kind of services do you offer? Yeah, so we provide medical, dental, legal, financial. We have therapy. We have mentorship and advocacy, tax advising, um, substance abuse support. Any, I mean, really so many That's things fucking within. amazing. So I know here it's awesome and you can come and get donuts and goodie bags and get your hair done and get massages. Um, but what do you do during the year? Like what are some resources that you have that people can access? Because it's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as, as adult performers that are, um, you know, independent contractors and um, we realize that there's a lot of resources missed and it, with the stigmatization of the industry as well, like that's, we're not okay with people not having access to re- resources, rights, you know, that kind of stuff. So all year long we can provide um, different resources to people and really what's happened is over the years we've just listened so we we do like hair and makeup in the strip clubs and in the brothels and visit every month with cupcakes and so we just listen to different needs that people share with us like whether it's parent and family needs whether it's mental health support or anything within the um the needs of the industry if we don't have it we'll try to find it and how did you come up with this idea 
Good question. That was a good thing. I'll give the yeah, same thing. Yeah, so we would we brought cupcakes to the girls in the strip clubs, and they started calling us the cupcake girls. So they kind of gave us our names. So, so just like one day, you were like, "I'm gonna bring cupcakes to the girls." In strip yeah. Clubs. When I first, so um, my husband and I, when we first moved here, um, we moved from Michigan, and we were working with different organizations in the valley that were working with the adult community. Um, and so we kind of just listened, like with my hair, my background in hair and makeup. I literally came to AVN in 2010 when we moved here, and I was like in the bathroom of the Sands Casino doing hair and makeup and just like connecting with the people that work there and listening to their stories. And you were like, this is um, a need. Yeah, I just heard, I heard like in 2010, like, wow, there's so many performers. They're slated to be around 100,000 in Vegas alone, but that's, I mean, they're all over the world. I mean, like right now? For the convention? That's what they said. No, they the, there's a UNLV study that there's 100,000 adult performers in Vegas. Wow. Isn't that huge? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's like a small town. Especially with, and then you take that, a big many, town. that many people town. without access to correct resources, and that's not okay with us. Absolutely not okay. So um, what kind of, or which performers come here? How do performers find out about what you're doing? And are there any qualifications you have to have, like maximum income requirements or anything like that? No qualifications. Any performer that works the show can come up. So male, female, trans, I mean, any anyone that's in the industry. We try to keep um, the male... Like, the, the sweet, more female dominant, because we know that working the floor, they get a lot of male interaction, and this is kind of like a respite for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if male performers come up, we can still provide resources for them, or also, like, they can get, you know, a massage or something if they want. The reality is, is that there are there's a lot of people in this industry that choose it. We're here for them. But there are others that don't, and we're here for them, you know? So the, we do understand that there's two sides of this industry. And a lot of performers that we work with are people that are working in strip clubs or brothels, like, they're choosing it, but they're also human beings that are in need of resources, you know? And so I think the industry knows that, but the square doesn't as much. So, a lot, But a lot of our donors are, are listening into the awareness of what we're doing and are supporting that. We'd love to see the adult come in and be that. You know, they already know what's happening, so we don't have to talk them into, like, the realities of the industry. God, that was amazing. It made me wish that I were a performer so I could get my feet massaged. And we are so looking forward to hearing what else the Cupcake Girls have in store for the rest of the year. But people don't only come to AVN Expo for the performers. They also come for the toys. Ah, yeah. We got to walk around the Novelty Expo floor and chatted with the people about their wares, from floggers to strokers, and even got to stick our hands in a few. There is something quite special about seeing a sex doll and meeting her real-life inspiration, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) Doppelganger. Nicoletta's a big Twin Peaks fan. Anyway, check it out. We're looking at you and your Yes, that's right. This is my twin, my Does doll. this freak you the fuck out? Or is it, are you like, yeah, tell me about what it was like to make this. Um, it was really awesome. The sculptor is actually here. He did an amazing job. We've been working on it for a year. I uh, did a 3D scan, lots of pictures and videos to fine tune the face. And he's here from China even just to take more pictures of me and see me in per- person to keep refining it. So is this ultimately going to be mass-produced and many people will have the Raya doll? Yes, many people will have Raya in their home. And why were you picked? Um, I connected with the company last year and we decided to make it happen. Is it weird seeing yourself like this? Like, can you fuck yourself now and how does that feel? It's interesting. <laughs> I'm wondering if that. I fuck the doll. Is it masturbation? Is it girl-girl? 
what's yeah it's it's it's, girl it's, toy. it's yeah yeah it is it is really complicated but um we actually did make a porno together it's out right now we have a threesome out so you can Where actually can people see, find that you can see my doll getting fucked <laughs> um it, it's i have a link to it on my twitter it's all over all of the tube sites if you search raya sunshine i'm sure you'll find it and we are here with Beth from FC2, which is a female condom company. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what a female condom is? Some, some people might call it an insertable condom or an internal condom. It is an internal condom. It's dual protection. It is a birth control, yet STI, HIV protection. And we're empowering women to take control of their own sexual health. So I feel like female condoms are seriously underused, right? Like, I have seen them before. I've never personally used one, and I have a vagina vulva. Um, and why do you think that's so? Well, I think it's a role reversal. I think that some women um, might leave it up to the man to wear the condom. There is a rise in sexually transmitted infections. There is something that's going on now that's stealthing and where guys are taking off their condom, where consensual sex is becoming non-consensual. Well, I agree to have sex, but... Yeah, but not without protection. So we'll know if our condom's taken out. So the female condom is a very thin sheath of nitrile. This is three times stronger than latex. This is latex-free, no spermicides, no hormones. And it is a very thin sheath of nitrile that can warm up and adhere to body temperature and coat the vaginal wall. You pinch it in like a newborn. If you have a newborn, take the newborn mm -hmm. out. And you're going to insert it. And it's going to expand a little bit around her cervix and sit up. And then she's going to guide him in. So this is about education, prevention, demonstration to show women how to properly use the female condom. Mm -hmm. Initially, there's guidance. So um, I believe add additional lube. It is heavily lubricated inside and out with silicone. So you can add additional lubricant, oil, water-based, or silicone. So what are the upsides of using a female condom? Because I know them, but for our viewers who don't. Well, there's no erection needed. So some men can uh, lose their erection by putting on a condom. So mm. this kind of gives him a break. Um, she could put this in two hours beforehand, so there's no negotiation. That's my favorite part. So you can have it in already before. Right. I've also read eight. Um, so You've also what? I've read eight hours beforehand. Wow. So you don't have to. It takes, you know, a couple minutes for it to warm up and adhere, to, you know, to the coat, the vaginal wall. So you it's put it in and then it feels kind of like that. You have that like kind of almost like a baggy sensation and then it eventually will adhere and it won't feel like they're sticking. Right. So it's but it totally gives the guy smooth. a lot of room. So in the outer nitrile ring, we'll protect a little bit more from that skin-to-skin -skin contact with the HPV and herpes. Now, if he's got a breakout in his genitals, nothing's 100%. But... It adds a little bit more protection. Oh, because there's vulva protection, too. Right. And how do we make these easier to access? Because I remember one time I was doing a video on female condoms, and most of the pharmacies around didn't just carry them. So how do people buy them? Right. So we are the only FDA-approved female condom on the market. This is a Class really? 3 medical device. Yeah. There's only one female condom company that's allowed to exist Isn't in this country? Isn't that kind of fucked up? Well, uh, that is patriarchy at its finest. See other <laughs> condoms coming out, but this is nitrile, and we're the Rolls Royce. This is uh, non-latex, so people have allergies to latex. Yeah, and uh, you know, class three medical device means it's up there with pacemakers and stents. So you so have to have a prescription, condom. or yeah, a... so the script is two boxes and eleven refills. We're working with. Wait, you need a prescription? Not necessarily. You can go to fc2.us.com and buy your boxes. 
there's this thing that kind of looks like a uh, skate, like a stingray sort of thing. And I'm very, very curious about a your stingray. It does look like a stingray. Okay, so this is called the, the Mimic. I'll let you talk about it because I don't know what I'm looking at, but it does look like, uh, like a petal or a stingray. Um, it is the Mimic, and it is certainly designed to resemble a stingray ha! because... Uh, because the natural curve of the hand, when a, when a, particularly a woman is masturbating, if there's not a toy in there, like is kind of like, yeah, you're kind of cupping the vulva and, and the clitoris. And we made this so it would just kind of fit right in there. Like a pussy hug. Like a pussy, a pussy hug. hug. I love that and I'm stealing it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know about the pussy? It's just... It's yeah, yeah. So this is a vibrator pussy hug. It's a vibrating pussy hug. I love that. Maybe we could talk about why people would want vibrations on not just their clitoris or not just something penetrating. Uh, well, because uh, we're human beings and we have thousands and thousands of nerve endings and the clitoris is like a wishbone, you know, I'm sure yeah. you ladies oh, know, we that, know as opposed to just a button. So we would want something that's going to cover the wishbone nerve endings, the, the labia as well. I mean, all of that stuff wants to get hugged and vibrated. And Are you involved in the creation of this product? Uh, yes, I got to co co-design this with the president, Jules Jordan. Can you tell us about that? Um, well, I come from retail, adult retail specifically. So for 13 years, I sold existing pleasure products, and some of them are amazing. Some of them are not so amazing. So I wanted to, I, I got the opportunity to help him launch this brand and come out with a clitoral vibrator that we could improve upon as far as ergonomics and design and comfort. Uh, and that's, this is what we came up with for our first product. That's this is awesome. amazing, and it is very beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's the price point on it? Uh, it retails for about 125 It's a self-erecting penis. Oh, my gosh. At the touch of a button. So you can either do it with um, the button on the actual dildo or you can do it by the button on the remote control. So you decide how up you want it to be? No, it is just kind of up or it's just down. Um, it also has 10 functions of vibration. Um, you can use it just as a suction cup, just, just as a regular dildo. So it has suction cups. Yes. You can just ride it on your fridge. Exactly. Um, or in the shower because it is waterproof. And why would somebody want one that does this? Um, it's kind of just the next level, really. I mean, it's kind of more really for the strap-on market, maybe. Um, so we do offer it with a, a harness. It is compatible with most harnesses available on the market anyway. So do you feel like people could wear it as like a packer penis? Exactly. And then later yes. they can... Uh, yeah. Exactly. So it can be used as a packer, um, as just a regular kind of strap-on or a dildo. So it's kind of multifunctional. Are you involved in the engineering of this product? I personally am not, but um, we do have our in-house uh, product development team. So this has actually taken us two years to develop this product. Um, as I said, it is patent pending. Um, so it is all our own technology. Um, we do have all our in-house uh, engineers that kind of pull everything apart, build build things. It's kind of got really cool, quirky stories. And it's called Uprise. Uprise. So if you want to buy it, U-P-R-I-Z-E, Uprise. Rise up. So tell me about this product, because I've heard of the Sibian. So what makes Motor Bunny stand out? First and foremost is going to be the cost. The Motor Bunny is significantly less expensive on the Sibian side. When it comes to the Motor Bunny Buck, it's the first ever crossover product of its kind. You have this just a standard saddle vibe. When you have a saddle vibe that has the thrusting capability, it's first in its class, and it's going to be the best out there. How much does it cost? The Motor Bunny Buck is going to be around 1500 or less. So even the most advanced model will still be less than the basic model of the Sabine. So the buck is more advanced. What makes this more advanced? So I, if you are not seeing this, which I, you probably are not, um, the 
thing itself is vibrating, so the thing you sit on. Um, and then there is this cool thing that goes over the top where you can get clitoral or whatever anus, anal stimulation. Um, and then there is a cock type thing that is penetrative. And it and comes with, with knobs. So Simone is holding the knobs and can it's now like an control. Amp. Turn, and you can go to 11! Oh my gosh, what? it goes to 11. It goes all the way to 11. Crank it up. Crank it up. Whoa. I don't know if you can hear that, but that's what an 11 orgasm sounds like. And that was just the buzz. Now this is the buck on 11. Oh, it's very eager. It's very eager bucking. I feel like I fucked someone like that one. And is this made with silicone? What are these yes, cappers? Are premium silicone. So able, non-porous, able to be sanitized and cleansed properly. When it comes to the regular motor bunny, it has, instead of the thrusting, standard flagship product is going to have twirl. Oh, oh, oh! As well as buzz that goes... Like a dancer. Yep. As well as that standard buzz that goes up to 11. See, I and it's literally twirling. twirling, like it's barely staying on I the gotta table. Say, I got to say the twirl is of great appeal to the me. The twirl personally. does seem to have great appeal. Who do you think is your uh, biggest market? I think really empowered women. I think women that are empowered yes. with themselves and don't need no man. Someone that's comfortable with their sexuality, comfortable just hopping on and getting off. That's pretty now, much what it comes down to. what kind of injuries could be sustained from this out of curiosity? I feel like if you put something super powerful in your butthole that's twirling, it may not be the best idea. But really, <laughs> as long as you, you're not... Because there's a flared base. And as long as you're, you know, you're holding on so when you come, you don't fall off. Ah! Okay. So the greatest danger is is falling by coming. It's totally Injury just by so orgasm. Hard. Exactly. Like you get the noodle arm and just face plant. I think that would be the... But it is safe for anal use as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as the, you got a flared base, right? Oh, my gosh. That, all the toys were... Like, the things that people come up with is incredible. I don't know what was my favorite. What was your favorite? I just got to meet Rocco Sifredi. Like, that was insane. Rocco, and like, we didn't get to insane. meet his penis, which I was a little sad about. I was expecting I him to be like, oh, you've heard of me. How about this? <laughs> my, my I don't penis. know what accent that was. You were trying to do Italian. Oh, mamma mia. Mamma dick yeah. Mamma dick yeah. We got to play in ball pits. I had oh. just, I had the best time. I'm definitely, we were definitely tired when we came back. Oh my God, we were exhausted. Did. But I think my favorite part was organizing the dinner that we put together and we got to hang out with some of our past guests and new friends all in one place at the Pink Taco and our poor waitress. We just kept adding like seats and seats, but it made me feel like we're really doing something important. Yeah, don't say that jokingly. It's fucking real. We are doing something important. What was really cool was to have all the people who had been on our podcast and we had at this dinner we had like Nina and like but also like Cam from Sex Talk with my mom like we had all of these amazing people and we were all just talking and it was just seeing our podcast kind of like come to life and we made the baby and we had to like let it go and everyone was having their own conversations and Wait, that was what really about a baby? fucking great I don't know sex makes babies we I don't, made the baby I was trying to do we something. got to go to some fun parties too I mean we got some. we watched I saw Blood Play which was super interesting and fascinating not arousing to me personally, but it was super cool to see people who were aroused by blood play get to watch blood play. So I know you were telling everybody about this, but do you want well, to yeah, share? Well, yeah, it was like super interesting. So obviously Nicoletta managed to get us on the list for some sex party. And so we're go we're at this sex party and there's like, it's a BDSM party and there's all these people getting flogged and tied up and like their dick sucked like in all corners against all the walls of the room. But there's like a bed in the middle of the room. Leather bed. A leather bed. Oh, I thought it, oh, leather, interesting. Or maybe it was plastic. I thought it was plastic. It looked leather. 
think it's probably plastic. But anyway, Nicola and I are talking, and then all of a sudden she goes, Zoe, look. And I look over on the bed, and there's this girl who's getting needles put into her forehead by this man and this woman, and they're like licking the blood, and she's super into it, and they're all super into it. It was fascinating, and I just kind of stood there, mouth agape, watching them and also watching the people watch them. It was so fucking interesting. Still sad we didn't get to go to the Hustler show. So if you'd like to sponsor a Sluts and Scholars trip to Vegas for the day, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, you can get really cheap tickets. Like, we'll be really grateful for, like, yeah, Spirit we'll, Airlines. We'll Spirit. We're fine. We're fine. Um, but yeah, there were, but there were so many interesting things at the expo. I really loved, like, the longtime expo visitors. Like, the people for whom it was, like, their 10th expo and, like, had a routine. Are you talking about the guy who was taking care of the, the I loved folks? him. Chris, I think yeah. was his name. I loved Chris, who, like, had gifts for all the performers. Yeah, and it was sort of—he hadn't heard of Cupcake Girls, but I feel like they should do something. Because this was a person who was literally, like, porn performers are people, too, obviously. Yeah. And this is just something that— like, nobody cares about how they're doing. They're there to get their picture and do this, but he's like, they're my friends. Yeah, and I think it's, and I think that's a really, I think you're just touching on an important thing, which I think what what we're trying to do here at Sluts and Scholars, not that it's our, you know, mantle to bear, but there's been a lot of, like, shitty things done to porn performers in the media recently. Yes. And it's been really fucking upsetting. Like, we kind of got involved when Chelsea Handler, like, tweeted out about Donald Trump sucking because he was a child molester and had sex with a porn performer. And it was like, how is a porn star at all the same thing as someone criminal? I don't know. So just a reminder that, like, yes, porn performers are people too, and we love getting to know them and hearing about their line of work. And reminding everyone that, like, sex work is real work. And next year, after talking to Susie, it sounds like we missed um, the actual awards. And so the Westboro Baptist Church was there uh, protesting. So next year, um, Susie was saying it would be a great idea to go and get a group together of, like, cheerleaders who are there mm-hmm. when the people walk by to be, like, against the small group that is Westboro Baptist and to be like, we love you. You're great. Here's this. Like, Oh, my God. Yes, I'm in. Yeah, so Sluts and Scholars cheerleaders will most likely be at AVN Awards next year. Yeah. And um, we hope to see you there. Yeah, we can't wait to go back. Uh, let us know all of your thoughts about this episode. We had so much fun getting to go there for you guys. It's It was such an edifying experience and I, I'm so grateful that also go see Magic Mike live yeah that was fucking awesome um anyway if you want to know more about what we're doing you can always follow us on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars on Twitter at Slut Scholars and let us know all your thoughts and feels and rants and raves at Sluts and Scholars at gmail.com we'll see you in Vegas Scholars.